0: We too can begin a new life, one that brings satisfaction and enrichment, whether this is by singing, dancing, running through the waves, walking barefoot on the grass or making love under the stars. Beltane is a wonderful time for expressing who you truly are. Taken from Mrs. Darley's Pagan Whispers, a celebration of pagan festivals, sacred days, spirituality and traditions of the year by Carol Carlton. This is now the cusp of moving from spring into summer. It is known as Beltane in the Celtic tradition. The energy is expansion and the natural environment is bursting with expansion all around. In this episode, I muse about the fire festival of Beltane. In this episode, I muse about the fire festival of Beltane. I talk a lot about the health benefits of the humble yellow dandelion, what to eat it with, and include a recipe for making dandelion beer. I go out on location, mooching and foraging for items from nature to create a mandala and end up with hugging the sun. Hello, I'm Lindsay and welcome to my podcast, Easy Like Sunday Morning Holistic Living, I'm the originator of Pause Moments for You and Serenity Home Space. My inspiration is to inspire, inform and motivate you in creating a lifestyle with fulfilled awareness, connecting inner wisdom and the natural world, making more conscious decisions on what you buy and use, how your home and personal environment affects you with practical, attainable examples of creating Serenity Spaces areas in your home to experience joy, honouring calm reflection, positive intention, bringing the sacred and ritual back into your home and life. Learning about pause moments, the practice of mindful slowing down and sensory appreciation. Along this journey, I'll be interviewing others who offer insights, skills and wisdom. I'll also include a pause moment for you to practice. Now let's begin easy, like Sunday morning, holistic approach to living. Spring into summer with the Beltane Festival of Expectation and Tree and Sunshine Hugs. We too can bring a new life, one that brings satisfaction and enrichment. Whether this is by singing, dancing, running through the waves walking barefoot on the grass, or making love under the stars. Perhaps your dreams are greater than this, or perhaps more conservative, but whatever they are, Beltane is a wonderful time for expressing who you truly are. This comes from Mrs. Darley's Pagan Whispers, Celebration of Pagan Festivals, Sacred Days, Spirituality and Traditions of the Year, written by Carol Carlton. From March and April, flowing into May, there's a transition from one season to another. It is known in the Celtic tradition as Beltane, and it's my favourite time of year. You may have noticed that you are feeling a bit different now from the start of spring, which was around the third week of March. That's if you're in the northern hemisphere. The late springtime is one of rising energy, buds bursting out on the trees, cherry blossoms in a blaze of heart-softening fuchsia, whites and pinks that lay a carpet on the ground. So beautiful, we immediately feel extra special walking on them. Other flowers are grabbing our attention from being magnificently colourful. Tulips of rainbow colours, pansies, dandelions like a universe of yellow suns, carpets of daisies and bluebells. There is a feeling in the air of expectation towards the new. The mornings are still crisp and the evenings we need a jacket. Yet the days can be less rainy. And sometimes we are given a hint of what might be coming in the summer as the temperatures rise and out come shorts and sunglasses. A lot of people are influenced by the dark and shorter days of the winter and early spring, and I hope that you are now starting to feel less down, less melancholy from seasonal affective disorder. For me, when the sun shines out from the clouds, I turn my head and enjoy that warmth sipping into my face. It's like a sunshine hug. If you haven't noticed already, there's an awful lot of new sounds at this time of year. It's the birds. They are out in force. The cuckoo red robin many finches starlings swallows and swifts swooping in circles nest building crazy they are making themselves heard even above the sounds of human made noise like traffic it's like they are competing with each other their busyness flitting around gathering food making babies captures the essence of this time of year of Beltane. you may have felt more motivated towards physical exercise Busting off the bicycle, dinging the bell, rediscovering the running shoes, getting up and out. It's refreshing for the mind and body. Taking time in natural surroundings, even if it's an urban park, gives us the opportunity to be grounded, earthed, in touch with Gaia, Mother Nature. The underlying energy, chi, ki, of expansion activity. It taking pause moments quiet reflection time in meditation and prayer enables us from a still place to connect with the energetic flow of this season being alive and bounteous the sap rising and everything is bursting with fertility. Beltane is a celebration of one of the fire festivals in the natural seasonal nature cycle. Fire is one of the five elements in traditional Chinese medicine. It's also one of the five elements from the Celtic tradition and it's been used throughout human history as a powerful symbol of transformation, setting intentions, clearing, cleansing the old, and claiming the new. Taken from Country Wisdom and Folklore Diary, printed by Talking Tree Books. Taken from the book Country Wisdom and Folklore Diary, printed by Talking Tree Books. In its Gaelic Celtic form of Beltane, agricultural communities... Cleanse the livestock by passing them between two bell, goodly fires, to purify and protect them as they were taken up to the summer pastures. For those who were early risers, the tradition of bathing in the mayday dawn dew was practiced in the belief it would make them beautiful. Normally when I speak about creating a serenity space, it's within their home. Yet of course we can make them outside as a sacred space and especially at Beltane. It's wonderful to rise in honour of the new day, to visit a natural area to create a temporary serenity space. The idea of these three things, acknowledging that we have travelled through the darker time of year, the winter, and arrived here and now, no matter what has happened before this moment, stating our gratitude for the things that have kept us safe cosy and healthy. example this could be for someone who's been there for us during a difficult time, for a local farmer whose produce we buy, for having a favourite blanket to snuggle into, and quiet reflection on what we'd like to come to us in the next few months to manifest, to create an intention for. This could be example to finish a certain project or to get something started, to visit or get in touch with a person we've lost contact with and want to reignite that friendship. Maybe it's a place to visit that holds good memories. In the pause moment for this episode, I'll go into more detail about setting up a serenity space outside. Depending on the location, this might be where you have previously planted bulbs or plants that are now in bloom or growing. Or this is something that you may plan to do in the autumn the fall. To plant a bulb or plants ready for the following year this way you can create a place to revisit throughout the year Though, so please be aware of only planting what is natural to that environment Beltane happens at the time of year when we sense from the natural world the expectation of expansion observed easily from flower buds that grow day to day ready for unfurling into their magnificence Practical application of this is if you are in business, whether starting out or established, to utilize the energy of this time of year to write down some ideas and plans for creative expansion. One plant that is quite common is also known for its expansive qualities and growing in areas that maybe some gardeners don't want it to, is the humble dandelion. It has several healthful properties from the root. And the leaf and the flowers being used since elizabethan times it is a flower it is a blood purifier the root is a powerful liver herb it is dried and you can see how the powdered dandelion root is used for hot drinks as it has a bitter flavor and is taken as a non-caffeine coffee substitute Dandelion is traditionally stated to reduce bile duct inflammation and gallstone formation. Clinical trials have shown that dandelion to be effective in the treatment of pneumonia, bronchitis and upper respiratory infections. The leaves contain good amounts of potassium and quite a number of other minerals. So here are a few ways of using the humble dandelion. Although please ensure that when you collect the leaves or plants, that it is from a clean source, away from dog pee or pesticides, not from the roadsides or other industrial activity, or even from agricultural area where they may be using chemicals on the crops. If you can't find plants in your local area, then some stores I have seen do sell commercially grown leaves in the springtime. So leaves in salads. They go very well with chives, parsley, garlic, drizzled with olive oil and lemon juice. The leaves also go well with tomatoes, a vibrant green mixing with tomatoes of red, orange, yellow, and green. Dandelion leaves are best picked in the spring, ideally before the plant comes into full flower, because after June, the leaves can become coarse and bitter tasting. Leaves can be cooked like spinach, served with cooked sautéed onions and a touch of butter or coconut or olive oil. I have gathered leaves, dehydrated them and stored in glass jars away from direct light. So when I'm cooking, it's a convenient way to add in the dried dandelion leaves sprinkled into a soup, casserole, onto roast potatoes and veggies. Taken from the book Sacred and Herbal Healing Beers, The Secrets of Ancient Fermentation by Master Herbalist Stephen Harrod Una. Dandelion beer is a rustic fermented drink common in many parts of the US, the UK and Canada. It was a cheaper and less intoxicating than ordinary beer and drank by many workmen in the furnace and potteries of industrial towns in the Midlands of England. Here is a simple health tonic dandelion beer recipe by Susan Weed, taken from Stephen's book. Ingredients 1 pound of sugar, 1 ounce cream of tartar, half an ounce of ginger, half a pound of dandelion mix of roots and leaves, well washed, 5 quarts of water, 1 tablespoon of yeast, non metal fermenting vessel, a boiling pot, a straining cloth additional dry cloth to cover the fermenting vessel bottles with stoppers or caps before you begin ensure that all utensils are clean and sterilized in the non-metal fermentation vessel put the sugar and cream of tartar chop up the dandelion root and leaves add into a pot of water and grated ginger boil for 10 minutes strain through the cloth into non-metal fermenting vessels Stir until the sugar is completely dissolved. When cooled to blood temperature, the brew is ready for the yeast. Dissolve the yeast in water and add to the vessel. Cover the whole lot with a clean cloth. Let ferment for three days. Siphon off into sterile bottles, caps and stoppers. Store the bottles on their side for a week before opening. Best served well chilled. Enjoy this healthy tonic. So do let me know if you make this or another dandelion beer recipe, and you can easily email me at Lindsay2simplifylife at gmail.com. That's L-I-N-Z-I number two and then the word simplify life at gmail.com or from the contact form on my website HTTPS colon. Forward slash forward slash easy like Sunday morning holistic living dot This pause moment is about creating a mandala, an offering of gratitude and acknowledgement to this transition from spring to summer. Mandalas have various meanings. Wholeness is the one that I like. They are wabby sabby, perfect imperfection. The process of making is a conscious dedication to something. So making a mandala or nature's offerings for this pause moment is a practical example of how you can spend your time in a natural environment, mooching and foraging, dilly-dallying with conscious awareness of the sights, sounds, smells and textures of what's around you. I've taken inspiration from the artist and author of Morning Altars, Day Chilcrate. He describes what he does as impermanent earth art. Day says, Every object I use is discovered in or around the place I build it. Every altar I create is informed and governed by forces larger than me. The sun, the wind, the rain, the travelling creatures, the seasons the unexpected and unpredictable. It is an honest dialogue between the human and the non-human world and an ever-changing conversation with moving pieces. In today's overly virtual landscape, I want my viewers to be enchanted by each altar's capacity to awaken their imagination, their awe, their nuanced eye and deep love and connection with the magic and mystery of our Earth. So I'm out on location this morning to collect treasures, take time to be walking and moving slower, breathing with ease, connecting with the earth, becoming grounded, which helps alleviate the build-up of life's stresses. It truly is a time of real abundance and expansion as the energy of Beltane says it's a celebration of expansion and yet we think of summertime as being everything in full bloom but this time of year actually shows us more of that if we look into the nooks and crannies of the natural world. What I was planning to do was to collect items that I found on my foraging expedition and from that to create a mandala, an offering of what we find in the natural world. So I'm just taking a moment, taking a pause, taking in the the atmosphere, being in the moment, seeing what I'm seeing. So what have we got here? Some quite attractive pebbles. So I'm going to collect some of those, some stones and then some grasses which are growing quite well. So the thing about when you collect anything which is growing, whether it be flower heads or seeds or nuts or anything from nature, is if it's not already cast on the ground then if you're taking it from the plant, from something living, you ask the permission of that plant, of that tree, may I take this and then just wait in your mind to hear yes or no and often if you're just taking a small part then it will be yes so respect that if it says no then move on somewhere else and then if it says yes that's great just gather a little what you need from a range of the plants so don't strip a plant or bush completely of all the berries the fruit the flowers the leaves and in that way, you're preserving that plant to continue and collect nourishment and to continue, Yet, yeah. So I think I'll take some of that, the leaves from the mint, because that's quite an abundance there, and that will give a nice fragrance. And then I'm going to collect some dandelion heads, because they're so beautiful and yellow. Yeah, I'm rummaging in. I'm just going to get them. I'm collecting a few dandelion heads here. There we go. And taking the heads from just a selection of the plants, not all from the same plant. And then I'm gonna bending down amongst them. Just feels like I'm part of it. Wow, the leaf mulch is amazing under these trees. Let's see, so now we'll collect some of the mint listening to the birds twittering, they love this little park i often see quite a few congregating here perhaps that they feel a bit safer from all the crows that we have a lot of crows around in this neighborhood so here we are here is the mint i'm just picking off from the top of the mint the top few leaves Oh, beautiful smell. And in that way, it also will encourage the plant to grow. So there's a, there's a choice here. You can get some of the bigger leaves from lower down the, And then picking some of the smaller, top new growth. And in both ways, it still keeps the plant healthy. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And I often say bless you and thank you. It's a way of acknowledging. It's a way of being appreciative in life. So if we adopt a a way of appreciating what we have, then I don't know, I think what we give out comes back, right? So that's a few of those leaves. Collect a few stones to offer and Yeah, receiving and giving. So now I'm back inside and with my gathered treasures, I'm going to create the mandala. And for this episode, I'm using a tray as my palette, my artist board. But these natural expressions can be created anywhere in the natural environment, left to the winds, rain, human and animal intervention. Before I start, I'm taking a few connected, deeper breaths in and out, allowing my mind to quieten, staring out at the horizon, creating space within space. I dedicate this creation to acknowledging the path I'm now traveling on and with gratitude for this Beltane transition towards fertility and the birthing of ideas into positive reality. So here I have the tray and I put some craft paper down to make it a plain canvas and what I've got from my foraging this morning was quite a number of different um, green leaves, greenery. So what I'm going to place in the middle is quite a large rock. It's really got a beautiful pattern in it, kind of mottled pattern. and It's quite a solid rock and it has an unusual shape. That's going to be my centerpiece. And then I picked up three holly leaves and the rock is slightly kind of three-sided so I'm placing the holly leaves to to form around the sides. And then with no kind of real idea in mind it seemed The the larger pieces I've got, so I've got a a leaf which is quite a yellowed leaf now, I think it's a laurel bush, so it's kind of got quite yellowed and brown to define like one edge. And then I've got some, what is this? This is kind of like the new, it's a, a sprig of a Scots pine, I think, with the small new growth on the end. Very soft, very soft indeed. So that kind of forms another edge to this piece. I've got a brown seed pods. On the ground I found a piece of bark, so that's like a stick shape, so I've created that, a border if you like, to define the space but also with spaces in between. I've got some grasses that I put down and that, I seem to be kind of working in threes, that's what seems to be a repeated pattern here. So I put the grasses down The mint leaves I picked, that was beautiful, pieces which were the new growth, so they are like small shoots and then some much larger leaves, so I've placed them around in one area of my canvas and then lots of the yellow dandelion heads, so I've laid those out in a whole expanse there, they're nicely shining bright yellow and then I found the tops of the new growth from nettles. So they have a little, very delicate, kind of mauvey pink flower on the top. So they are like little gems, really. So that's in another area. And then I found this incredible plant. I've, again, I have no idea what these are. They look like they are clover, but they're very large-leafed clover that's what i'm going to call it. and so when you look at them from on top they have just a plain green. and then what caught my eye is underneath they become iridescently purple. a purple effect when you turn them just slightly in the light. so i don't know what i don't know what that's for but it's maybe it's for attracting bugs and stuff. so that's kind of in another area. it's like they almost like hiding their purpleness because <laughs> you can't immediately see it. That's those in there, that's putting them out, they're all kind of folding up a bit now so I don't look quite as impressive as they did when I first got them but hey you know that's what nature is, it doesn't gonna be conforming to what I want to do. Looking and seeing what the shapes and the textures and the and the colours, what kind of just fits in, looks so pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the senses. I picked up these lots of little red berries from the holly tree that have been on the ground and I've scattered them in between everything so it kind of lifts from the amount of green that's there. picked up a few pebbles so I put a few pebbles in there just to kind of balance out the amount of green leafage. Yeah, this is my mandala, my natural art piece and of course it's really very temporary because this will all dry up and it'll, it'll shrivel up and it naturally disintegrate. And I'm gonna put a candle on the main center rock and light that. So I'll take a picture of all this and I'll put it up onto my Instagram page which will be able to show you some of the stages of what I've done. So to finish this celebration, using the idea of jumping the fire, with the candle lit on the stone, on the tray, I'm gonna place it on the ground and I'm gonna jump over. And as I do that, I shall announce in my mind, welcoming the new flame and the light of life. With the sun shining, It's just come out from amongst the clouds. The rain has stopped, the sun has come out. And I'm gonna do some sun hugging as a celebration of spring going into summer. Spending a short while just standing with my eyes closed, feeling the sun's rays on my face, on my eyelids, a softening of my face, a stillness and just raising my arms with my palms facing each other about two to three feet apart just like that Tai Chi stance to embrace hugging the sunshine, imbuing the warmth the nurture, the vitality and that zest of life. So I'm now just opening my eyes, checking in that all is well. And I invite you to try this for yourself. And I'd love to hear about your mooching and your foraging in nature, and how you have celebrated Beltane. So enjoy the rest of your day. Easy like Sunday morning holistic living. Please rate, review, subscribe and share and listen out for our next episode.